It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros open up a four-game series against the Seattle Mariners. This is the start of an eight-game homestand for the Astros. They'll also play four against Oakland. Astros coming off a, a road trip that ended with a loss in Milwaukee on Tuesday, 4-2. to two. Alex Bregman, two hits, including a homer. Abraham Toro had a triple and a run scored, but the Astros saw their win streak end at two games as they split that two-game set in Milwaukee. They've won 12 of their last 16, taking on a Mariners team that just dropped two in a row to the Cubs, including a 6-1 to loss at Wrigley Field on Tuesday. Mariners have dropped seven of their last nine. Astros 90-50, first in the AL West, eight and a half games ahead of Oakland. Mariners are 58-82, their last in the AL West, 32 games behind the Astros. It's time for the Today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Wade Miley on the mound for the Astros today. And Miley, he's been on quite a run, kind of gets lost in the shuffle with some of the other Astros pitchers in this rotation. But he is, over his last 13 starts, hasn't gotten a loss, 7-0 and over that stretch. Yeah, a, a little alarming, though, that last game in mm-hmm. Toronto where he, he walked 5-3 and three and two-thirds. Only gave up one run, so... Those numbers are skewed from time to time with games like that. But from Miley, just not being able to make an adjustment uh, by the fourth inning, uh, it was a little alarming. I'm thinking he faced 18 batters and walked five, like I mentioned. So uh, what kind of adjustments can he make in between starts? For me, in that start in particular, looked like he was just rushing everything, like he was jumping toward the hitter and leaving his arm behind him so he was late with everything. Something to keep an eye on this evening. Meanwhile, another left-hander going for Seattle. It's Marco Gonzalez and he's been their best starting pitcher for the for the balance of the season. About 14 wins for Marco Gonzalez on a team that's only won, what is it, 58 on the season, so that's pretty good. Uh, he's a, a pitcher who can command his cut fastball to both sides of the plate, which makes things difficult. And when you think of Gonzalez, he's never beaten the Astros and has a pretty high ERA. But when you look at it, and from game to game, it looks like he's in pretty good control the whole game. Just one inning seems to get away from him. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, this is a Mariners team that the Astros have handled very well. They've won seven in a row against Seattle and are 12-1 and against the Mariners this season. And I mean, to be frank, that's what you want to do when you're a first-place team against the last-place team in your division. It's hard to play that well against any team uh, over a 13-game stretch, but the Astros have been able to do that against Seattle. Yeah, I, I would imagine the Mariners come here and expect to lose. Yeah. It's, it's bad as that sounds, uh, but being a professional uh, baseball player, getting paid to play this game, but 
how can you help not to have bad feelings whenever you face the Astros? And even when the Astros weren't that good, 2013, 2014, they actually played pretty well against Seattle. So something about this matchup is certainly in Houston's favor. And now with the talent difference uh, between these two teams, you would expect to at least win this series. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Alex Bregman, the August American League Player of the Month, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch, the Astros manager, before four with the Seattle Mariners and got a chance to see a lot of lefties in this series. And, and A.J., I, I know you don't know the numbers, but you guys are 29-9 and nine against left-handed starters this year. What's the secret? Uh, good right-handed hitters yeah. <laughs> and some lefties that handle left-handed pitching. I mean, it. You know, we're we're we got good records against a lot of guys. Right. We're having a really good season, and so I, I don't think we do anything different, or we feel any more comfortable against one or the other. But I, um, you know, I know our right-handed hitters do do handle lefties pretty well. Our left-handed hitters hang in there with Brantley and Alvarez. Um, so it might just be just the nature of the way our team is. We've beaten up a lot of teams, and you know, regardless of pitching. See, something about your right-handed hitters is I don't think they're really pull happy. You know, you yeah, see this ballpark. Yeah, this ballpark is the one thing that scares me. Being at home, and you know, we're really good at home, so mm -hmm. I think we've done better this season at at keeping the same approach. But I, you know, you, those Crawford boxes can get a little bit enticing, and you got to make sure you don't pull off and try mm -hmm. to hit. Now, our guys can hit the ball out of any part of our ballpark, so. That's a good sign, and, and, and I think the changeup doesn't bother us that much. And so, you know, tonight against Gonzalez, tomorrow against Malone, um, Kikuchi, yeah. you know, these guys that if they stay secondary soft out over, um, we can do damage the other way. One of the things when I look for things that maybe you guys have improved upon offensively the last couple of years, I would say two-strike approach. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys are so good at least putting the ball in play. Yeah, no, we 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 are. I mean, it's we don't we don't strike out a ton. I mean, we'll go through our stretches like everybody does. But I I think the the control in the strike zone, knowing a strike from a ball, the the ability to to stay in the at bat. I think what that also produces is the the confidence to hit with two strikes. It doesn't matter if we don't get our pitch early. We know we can still do damage. We don't taint, change our approach that much as much as we're just comfortable getting our three strikes and and one of those balls is going to be put in play hard. Um, Wade Miley's last start. Miley really scuffling through the first two innings. Did a little better in the third. Here's the 2-1. That ball's lined. Shallow left field for a base hit. Just a little looper out there. Now A.J. Hinch is out of the dugout. So tough day at the office for Miley. Looks a little displeased by, by coming out. He was in Toronto. He came out after three and two-thirds. To me, it looked like he was just a little jumpy. With his mechanics, what did you see? Yeah, I just saw a lot of pitches. And, you know, he came out of the bullpen feeling great. He, he got into the game. He really just couldn't correct himself. I mean, he would make a mistake after a mistake. He almost looked like a young pitcher out there that just had a hard time slowing the game down and yeah. and, and correcting his delivery. Normally, he's really good at that. So I, um, I expect much better execution tonight. I expect much better results tonight. He actually got through that game 
unscathed just given right. given how many base runners that he had on in Toronto we were able to bail him out of there but he expects to go much deeper in the game he used all his pitches in 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 about an hour and three innings so it was yeah. it was quick but it was um, you know just a lot of a lot of non-competitive pitches that normally he competes hey real scary for for you I'm sure and for everybody else when, when we saw George crash against mm -hmm. the the wall and Braun hits it pretty well to center. Springer is going back, still back at the wall. Leaps, makes the catch right in front of the wall and hits the ground hard. Springer in some pain. He's rolling around on the warning track right in front of the wall as Reddick and Brantley both going out to check on him. And now A.J. Hinch out of the dugout with trainer Jeremiah Randall. A great catch by George Springer, but he is in some pain. Ugh. It's not pretty. And one thing where I was watching, when I saw the neck kind of snap and I saw his legs moving right after that, it gave me a little bit of a sigh of relief. What was your thoughts when it happened and then when you were running out there? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know if he held onto the ball to first part. I didn't, you know, it was way out there. I didn't see yeah. exactly what he hit or where he hit or if he stumbled or yeah. um, crashing into the wall. I mean, obviously, you know, guys can lay down there for a minute and then they get up and they get off the field. So I... I usually don't react that quickly, but then when when guys were around him, we get out there, and he was he was good. I mean, it was scary for him. I think anytime you you're they're just never in that position, and and so it was very odd for him. He didn't feel great, but he didn't feel uh, horribly. So we got out there. We knew, you know, at least at that point, we didn't think it was that serious. We thought he'd got his bell rung a little bit, mm -hmm. and I knew he was going to come out of the game. And then we needed to get some tests, and so then you just have to wait out the test. There's a sense of relief. When he was laughing and joking post game, and he got on our plane, and the same banter that goes on on the plane, there wasn't a lot of different behavior. He wasn't, you know, when, when he makes me nervous is when he's quiet, mm -hmm. and and he was all nothing, nothing close <laughs> to quiet on the travel home last uh, last uh, uh, Tuesday night. Okay, so what's the prognosis with him? You got to wait and see how things clear up. Yeah, no, he's got a he's got a concussion with some mild symptoms. You know, he's he's pretty mad that he's not playing, which again is a good sign. I think he feels really good. He's going to do a lot of baseball activities today. You know, we're going to make sure that he tests thoroughly um, in the way that he needs to in order to get back on the field. So we're anticipating it being a few days, and, and but but not too long. I think we've um, there'll be a point where he's going to he's going to push his way into the lineup because right. he's because he doesn't because he doesn't want to sit. But um, we've got to make sure he's cleared all of his tests and all of uh, doctor's orders before we put him on the field. And when you look back, I mean, how important he is to your team. It might be a blessing just to give him two or three days just to get off his feet and uh, be fresh. No, yeah, I don't, don't know like about that. blessing. I don't like blessings when it comes to not having our best players on the field. I think. I think it's nice, you know, he'll get his days off and we'll have Tucker and Marisnik and Straw and some guys play, but life's better when George Springer's on the field. All right, AJ, good luck tonight. Thank you. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Justin Verlander has one of the most dominant arms in the game with a commanding curve and an unparalleled fastball. Swing and a miss. Blow Every start is history in the making. Gives him 200 strikeouts for the year. In Houston, everybody loves JV Day. On Saturday, September 7th, all fans will receive a Justin Verlander bobblehead presented by Chevron. For tickets, visit astros.com slash promotions. And Bregman clubs this one deep to left center field. Racing back on it is Broxton. He'll have to play that off the fence in front of the visitor's bullpen. Kicks away as scoring Brantley. Bregman will go into third base with an RBI triple. 9-0 Astros. Bregman swings a line drive and a base hit in the left center field. Scoring Maldonado. Here comes Stubbs. And Bregman turning for second base. And he's in there standing up with a two-run double. 
It's now 13-2 Astros. Bregman drives this deep to left field. It sends back Satander at the wall. Looking up. See you later. A two-run home run for Alex Bregman. And it's 2-0 Astros. And that ball's hammered. Up to left field. Listen for it. Home run, Bregman. That's a career high. And the Astros lead 5-0. Alex Bregman, the American League's August Player of the Month. And I know talking to you earlier in the year, Alex, you were talking about you weren't happy with your extra base hit production, particularly doubles, but you really increased that output in August. What do you what do you think changed for you? I don't know. Um, just started hitting the ball on the line more consistently, but still got a lot of work to do. Uh, got a month left and got to stay after it and keep going. Was there anything in particular you were working on? Are you talking about hitting the ball more on a line? Uh, was it getting your swing more level, anything like that? Um, not necessarily. Just uh, trying to get a good pitch to hit um, and um, just being able to repeat it. Was there any moment during August or even before that where you really felt like maybe things didn't click but felt like, all right, I'm I'm much better than, than where I was before. I'm closer to where I want to be. Um. I don't know. I think every day you you go and you you try and find a, uh, a a repeatable swing before the game, and then you go into the game and try and repeat it. And um, I think that it was a little bit more repeatable in August, and hopefully I'm able to repeat um, it even more in September. Do you sometimes have to guard against trying to do too much mechanically because obviously that can that can get you in trouble and get you off of where you want to be. Um, sometimes, yeah. I think I'm a very mechanical hitter, so I think I have to think more mechanics than most people. But um, I think it's, I think it's huge just not uh, for me to not try and go out there and get hits. It's to go put good swings on the ball. Are there times when you have to be satisfied with putting a good swing on the ball, even when you know it may not be the results you want? Hard hit out, something like that. A hundred percent. I think that that's just the part of the game part of baseball you can do everything right and get out and you can do everything wrong and get a hit so um yeah that's what it is how excited are you about fantasy football season i'm fired up man it's gonna be fun uh game one tonight so got my first round pick Devonte adams going so <laughs> hopefully, he should, hopefully he plays well what's your I mean, obviously, you don't want to give away too much, I understand. But what's your fantasy football strategy? Are you a guy who get, who picks your team and more or less dance pat? Are you a guy who who's very active with, with trades and on the waiver wire? What's, what's your strategy? Yeah, for sure, very active. Um, usually trying to trade Mariznick. Why? Why Why Jake Mariznick? I just like beating him. <laughs> <laughs> so are you someone who's reactionary after... A, a one week bad performance or you see someone on the waiver wire had a good performance one week you're, you're going for that guy oh if my if my players are doing well i try and deal them before they start doing bad <laughs> that's that's a that's that's what every i guess that's what every every player tries to do so you said your first pick was who Devonte adams from green bay so what do you think is the strength of your fantasy team this year so far my wideouts so, i got a good wide receiver depth i need i need to get another running back are you going to try and move some of that wide receiver depth to get, get a better running back? Mm-hmm, definitely. Hopefully before the season starts. How are your kickers? That can be underrated. Kicker's terrible, but this is the last pick I had, so. And that's something that's pretty easy to improve over the course of a season on waivers, right? Mm-hmm, 100%. Waiver wire each week. <laughs> All right, college football. LSU won their first game. 
not against a top 25 opponent though what how do you think this season's going to go for for the tigers i think they're going to be really good hopefully they beat texas this week and hopefully 12 and 0 in the national championship have you uh, been engaging in any trash talk with anyone, obviously, with uh, LSU playing Texas this week? Oh, yeah. Everybody around that's a Longhorn fan I've been I've been talking trash to, so hopefully they win. <laughs> All right. Alex Bregman, Astros infielder. Thanks for joining us. Congrats on the Player of the Month. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant. Brought to you by Apache. Apache Corps exploring what's possible. Well, uh, this afternoon, the Angels had a 6-1 to lead against the Oakland A's in Oakland uh, going into the bottom of the seventh inning, but all the A's did was score seven runs mm. in the bottom of the seventh inning as the Angels pitchers struggled to throw strikes, a couple of bases loaded walks in there. A's wound up winning that game 10-6, to and now Oakland at the moment, they're tied with the Indians for that top wild card spot in the American League, and also the Astros' magic number doesn't get lower because of that yeah, A's win. That's a good point, so it remains at 15 for the Astros, magic number-wise, so the, the A's also this weekend going in, uh, they continue a suspended game against mm -hmm. Detroit uh, where they lead 5-3 to three going into the seventh inning. So probably win that game before they even start their first game against Detroit this weekend, a three-game series against the lowly Tigers. Uh, so they're going to be playing pretty well. The only games that the Oakland A's have uh, the rest of this season against teams above 500 are the four uh, next week against the Astros here. And that should be a lot of fun, that four-game series with Oakland starting on Monday. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.